One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, my name's Cameron Bedding, and welcome to the Your Mind is Your Home podcast. I'm going to share with you some ideas and concepts all around mental and emotional health. I'm going to discuss ways that may help you expand your way of thinking that may then possibly improve how you're then living. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I share with you now some positive insights around mental health. Imagine yourself in a swimming pool or in the sea or in a bath, whatever works best for you, and imagine that you've got an inflatable ball and you're trying to push that ball underneath the water. And it doesn't matter how hard you try to push that ball down. It doesn't matter how strong you are. That ball, which is full of air, will continually rise and push back up. It's going to rise up to the surface and push back up and bounce around on top of the water. And you can try again and again to hold that ball down and push it down. But no matter how hard you try, it pushes back up to the surface. And you can keep on doing this wherever you are in that pool, in that bath or in that sea. You can push it down and push it down and push it down. And you could try and really, really try and hold that ball down. But it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter how hard you try. It will always push up to the surface. And for many people, that's what the struggle can feel like when they're experiencing anxiety. Now, this is in relation to the anxiety that people are trying to shut off. They're trying to push away inside themselves. And it can feel like a battle, like a tug of war being pulled in one direction and then being pulled in another direction. But in many ways, it can feel like you're trying to hold that ball down with inside yourself. You're trying to get to a place of peace. You're trying to get to a place where you've got more control, a place where you feel calm. But really what that ball inside yourself, what that anxiety is doing is it's trying to communicate with you. It's trying to get you to understand, to listen, to consider that actually something on the inside needs addressing. Something on the inside needs healing, needs some work doing to get to a place where that ball can just rest peacefully. So that anxiety can reside, it can stop and it doesn't have to have that continual lurching feeling where it's pushing up and coming up from within. 
But most people, they will tend to try as much as they can to ignore that challenge. They will try to act as if everything is okay. And they will try their best to hold those feelings, those emotions, those thoughts, those memories inside of themselves because actually they feel that dealing with them is more painful than actually living with anxiety. And that often isn't the case. A lot of people that I see find huge relief from the anxiety work that I do with them very, very quickly where it's the complete opposite, where they've struggled for years, but they've ended up in some ways relieved or even positively confused for how the interventions worked so quickly. Now, you may be experiencing anxiety yourself, or you may be listening to this, thinking of someone that's close to you, a partner, a family member, even a colleague that is going through some challenges with anxiety. And I wanted to really discuss in this episode today my professional experience with working with anxiety and also my personal experience of having experienced anxiety before in the past. And a lot of people will ask me, well, have you actually had anxiety? Have you experienced anxiety? And yes, I have. But one thing that you need to understand is that everyone's anxiety can be different. It can be experienced in a different strength. It can be experienced in a different place. It doesn't have to always be physical anxiety. It can be mental anxiety where people are stuck in thought patterns, in cycles of thoughts, watching the worst case scenarios over and over on repeat inside their head, or even having those inner conversations that cause people to feel anxious within themselves. There'll be other people that don't really have a lot of thoughts or inner dialogue, which is triggering their anxiety, but they have these overwhelming feelings that happen in their body. Their breath pattern might get short. It might get restricted. They may feel very tense in their body. There might be this feeling of feeling like you're constantly on edge. They may have body sweats, but that person might not know anything at all with regards to what's triggering their anxiety. There might not be anything happening in their life that's causing them to feel anxious. However, they're having physical symptoms. And I've seen that with uh, the people that I work uh, that I work with. I either have people that have a lot of thought patterns which contribute to the way that they feel, or there's people that don't know what's causing their anxiety, and that tends to be more unconscious. And so when I look back to my early 20s when I was in a career, completely different career, I wasn't working in wellness. I was a professional dancer and I was auditioning for a Madonna music video and I was having a panic attack and I didn't know that I was having a panic attack. I had these overwhelming feelings which were coming out of nowhere and I was getting into a state where I just needed to remove myself from the situation. And I'd not experienced this before because I was quite a confident dancer. I'd had a lot of professional experience working with different TV shows, with different music artists. And all of a sudden, this anxiety crept up upon me where I really felt like I needed to remove myself from the situation. And the longer I stayed in this audition, the anxiety was building so much that I was getting to a point where I was panicking. But nobody around me knew that this was happening because it was an it was a internal, private, personal experience that I was having. 
I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know that I was having a panic attack. I didn't know that I was having a experience of anxiety. Where I realized it was, was many years later when I was training to be a professional and I was looking at the language of the mind. And I actually realized that in that audition situation, I had a lot of inner talk, a lot of negative inner talk, which was feeding the feelings of anxiety in my body. And there were a lot of physical feelings which were then causing me to panic because the voice was getting stronger and stronger inside my head. It was getting louder. It was getting more um, persistent. It was getting faster in its speed. And it was just causing me to feel really, really anxious. And so I've understood and I've experienced anxiety and I've had anxiety recently, let's say in the last few years, with different areas of my life around um, family health, around personal situations. But the difference has been for me that I've been able to work with my anxiety because I understand and have tools and resources that I can apply to my mind. And so when I'm working professionally with people, people will come to me and they will have anxiety. It could be for anything. It could be anxiety for getting stuck in a small space where they're feeling semi-claustrophobic. It could be anxiety for using lifts. It could be social anxiety, professional work anxiety, things like giving speeches. It could be anxiety around fitness it could be anxiety around travel. I've I've dealt with so many different people that have different elements and different experiences of anxiety. And so where I work with them, I tend to be showing them, there's one main way of working with people, is showing them how they can interrupt the thought patterns that are causing them to feel anxious. And so most people will have a narrative, but they're unaware that they have a narrative because it's in the sessions where I break down the language of the mind, which again goes back to the things that we're saying to ourselves. So most people will have an inner voice or a collective of inner voices, which is communicating in a way that is causing them to feel anxious. It's saying things that aren't helpful to them and they don't know how to stop that voice. Or some people will have mental movies playing inside their head. And in those movies, they can see things happening, which is causing them to feel anxious. And even if this is future based events that haven't happened, the inner talk can be thinking ahead for the worst case scenarios, or the mental movies can be projecting things going wrong, which leads the person to feel on edge. And the longer that this is experienced, let's say on a cognitive level where the person is communicating this way inside their mind, that habit, that strategy of thinking can become habitual. It can become normal and natural. And the person still doesn't know how to stop their mind operating and working in that way. And so the person may have experienced this for years And it may have affected their life in so many different ways that they've had so much anxiety that they've stopped working, they've stopped traveling, they're not in a relationship, it could be anything. They feel that they have been limited from living their life because of the way that they're experiencing their anxiety. And so the one way that I work is showing people how to have better tools and resources to stop those cycles of thoughts. Because when you stop the cycles of thoughts, you can change how you feel. And that can then come from awareness. Once a person is aware of the strategy of thinking that is causing their anxiety, and once you show them tools and resources, they can change and intervene with those thought patterns, which improves how they feel.
And so where we are pretty much a generation of healthy eaters, you know, that's a generalization. A lot of people are into healthy eating and they're into fitness and they'll do things two, three, four, five times a week. Some people do um, some things daily in relation to their health and fitness. But when it comes to your mental health, consider how much you do for your mind. How much do you do on a daily basis to stop your negative thoughts or your stressful thoughts? Or how much do you do on a daily basis that interrupts those cycles and thoughts of anxiety? Because the more that you actually train your mind, the more that you work with your mind to intervene and to stop and to change those thought patterns and cycles, the more your awareness will grow, the more your tools and resources will get stronger. Just like when you're building up a physical body, your mental body will get stronger in your ability to change things for the better. And as a coach, that's what I'm generally encouraging people to do as I show them how to change what they're doing inside their head. The reality is that person then needs to do it on a daily basis or a weekly basis so that they can get to have more control over the way that their mind is working for them. Now, if you are in a position where you've been struggling with anxiety on a daily basis and you haven't worked with somebody professionally, there's lots of tools and resources that you can access through self-help books, through blogs, through information on YouTube that can help you to intervene and change those thought patterns for the better. And if you think about training your mind and just exercising your mind on a daily basis in ways that will help you to have more control and more influence over the way that you're thinking, you're going to be able to change and improve how you're feeling for the better. Now, on my website, I have the Anxiety Solutions course, which is an online course. It's a 21-day plus program which shows you how to implement tools and resources into your life so that you have tools, techniques that you can use in any place, in any space, on a daily basis. If it's something that you're looking to do where you can get more knowledge of what you can do with your mind, absolutely check out the anxiety solutions on my website. Another really important area of anxiety um, to discuss with you is where people have had so many experiences in the past that let's say they've kind of shut out of their conscious awareness or it's something that they're not really communicating or talking about often with people, but they know that things have happened. They know that they've had experiences which have challenged them perhaps in the past or even at a younger age. And their current challenge might be that they're anxious, but they don't know why they're anxious. And actually the root cause of their anxiety goes back into the past. So even though I've said how it's important to have tools and techniques and to build up some mind strength to intervene on these patterns and cycles of thoughts that can leave you feeling anxious you have to speak you have to communicate and you have to get an awareness of how strong your anxiety is and how long you've been experiencing it because small interventions might not do you justice and with anxiety if you don't get to the root cause if you don't deal with the root cause, and that root cause may be going back many, many years, if you don't get to the root cause, the anxiety can actually find another way to express itself. Just like that ball word, it will find another way to pop up out of the water in a different place where you're not there trying to hold it down. And so if you don't get to the root cause, your anxiety may express itself in another behaviour, 
It may express itself in another intense emotion, which again is trying to get you to pay attention to what's going on inside yourself. So it's really important to get to the root cause as well as having tools and resources on a daily basis to help yourself with your anxiety. One of the other key things with anxiety, which I found that people aren't aware of, is the triggers, the triggers that can cause anxiety. And these can be feelings that we've experienced in the past. It doesn't have to have been a traumatic situation. It doesn't have to have been a situation where someone caused us to feel a particular way. It can be an experience we had, right? And so if we have feelings from the past that have left us feeling maybe angry or frustrated or maybe feeling on edge or nervous, if we've had times in the past where we've had a lack of confidence, if we've had elements of regret, it could be anything like that from the past, to some degree, that can act as an unconscious trigger for a situation that might be coming up in your life in the near future, which then triggers from an unconscious level this feeling of fear or panic or worry, anxiety. And so that would be known as possibly the root cause that's triggering your anxiety out of conscious awareness. And so that feeling of panic could be something that's been embedded on a neurological level, let's say around the age of 13. And now let's say you're 45 years old and you're suddenly feeling panic about going to a school reunion and you're starting to worry but you're not sure why you're starting to worry because you're happy with where you are in your life you're happy with what you've got what you've achieved and you're looking forward to seeing those people from school but there's an underlying feeling that leaves you feeling uneasy Now, let's say that that feeling comes from, let's say, around the age of 13, 14, where there was an experience that happened at school which left you feeling slightly embarrassed. So again, it's nothing to, not to belittle the feeling, but it's nothing too extreme, the feeling of embarrassment. But for the 13-year-old, it could have been very, very intense, which is then layered and seeded on an unconscious level. And so as the 45-year-old who's now going into their school reunion, this feeling can start to unearth itself it can start to show up it can start to express itself from that 13 year old's point of view and so that is an example of how past triggers past experiences and they can be even recent even in the last couple of years past experiences where there's a feeling of unease or sadness or anger or whatever it is it can be quite an intense emotional significant feeling and that can be the feeling that's triggering the anxiety and I often see that and experience that and hear about that with the people that I work with especially the people that do not know or have no conscious awareness of why they're feeling the way that they're feeling and it can be because it's on an unconscious level in the past which needs resolving so I just wanted to share with you today some of those ideas and concepts of how anxiety is structured inside our head and how we can have triggers from the past that can actually cause us to be experiencing anxiety. And it can even be actions of someone else. Examples can be adults I've seen whose 
previous bosses have said something to them which left them feeling a particular way and now they're in a new role with a new boss and there's this underlying feeling that they're unaware of they're semi-consciously aware of that they're feeling a sense of being on edge which is leading them to feel anxious in their new role because of the past experience or they're unaware that it was because of the past experience so how do you work with this how do you resolve it how do you deal with it Well, you need to work with the feelings and you need to work on the thought patterns and you may need to work with a professional. You may have experienced this yourself in your life. You may be in this position now, which I'm going to tell you that if anxiety is left, it can actually start to grow in its strength. It can grow in its persistence and its call from within because that's what it's doing. It's calling you. There's a need. There's a want. There's a message of communication coming from within that needs to be addressed. And so if you ignore it, it can get stronger. And unfortunately, in its strength, it can start to affect your life, how you live, how you think, how you feel, your personality. It can start to affect your relationships. Unfortunately, it can lead to habits like smoking, drinking. It can lead to casual sex. It can lead to drug use or compulsive shopping because you start to bypass it and ignore the feelings. And what it can do is you start to get involved in behavior that relieves you and gives you a short, fast dopamine release, which is only very short lived. But in other ways, it can affect your life where it can stop you from traveling. It can stop you from going outside the house, which can affect your relationship, your children. It can really spread in its web. But to deal with it, you have to work on yourself and you have to get to the root cause. And that doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be emotional. It doesn't have to be a long, long process. But my message to you would be to be aware. Educate yourself in what you can do with your mind around your anxiety to control it, to intervene on it. Because there are lots of resources that you can learn to improve things for how you're thinking and feeling for the better. And I know this from experience because I have no regrets for my career where I am now professionally. But if I was able to work with that inner voice as the dancer in that Madonna audition, and if I was able to work with the breath pattern that was causing me to feel panic, and if I was able to change the internal representation within, I would have killed and ended the anxiety there and then, which is something that I can do now for myself. It's something that I can show my clients to do in the sessions that I do with them. And so I was just in a place where I was working with the resources that I had available and that resource was to leave. But now, because I've trained my mind and I'm aware, I can deal with anxiety on the road, I can deal with anxiety on a plane if it pops up when I've got turbulence, because I know how to cope. And so use your awareness, educate yourself and intervene on the things that are challenging you but also listen to the communication, address the feelings within so that you can think, feel, and ultimately live better. Now, in the next episode, I'm going to talk more about specific techniques that can change your life very quickly. Things like NLP, hypnosis, timeline therapy, integral eye movement therapy, which is hugely powerful in transforming lives very, very quickly. And I'm also gonna discuss it in terms of these modern approaches in comparison to traditional therapy. So I'm going to give you advice on both for how you can transform your life in the next episode. 
thank you for listening today if you want to reach out to me you can reach me at cameronbeddy.com or over on instagram at coach cameron Betty. thank you for listening and i will see you in the next episode have a great day deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.